Welcome back to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Welcome back, Dr. Bill. It's a pleasure to be back. That was a great conversation with uh, Dr. Bell. She is just a wealth of information and really clears up a lot of things about health care and health advice is really right in our our back, backyard. And she was good. I like the point that she talked about when you go to your sources on the Internet, make sure they're legitimate sources. Yes. You know, because you have a lot of sources saying many things, <laughs> but you want to at least make sure you have some pretty good information because you're betting your life on this information. Absolutely, you are. And we have some great tips, too, that uh, I'd like for us to share that really are great tips really just for kind of living day to day. But certainly if you're traveling, there are a lot of germs that are out there that uh, may not be quite the Ebola type type virus germs that, you know, are so detrimental to us, but that also can have you ill and sick and not enjoy your trip. You know, because on the airplane, I was a flight attendant for quite a few years, and that air on the airplane is recycled. It goes around and around and around. So whatever's in that air, you know, can definitely affect you, even if it's just really the dryness and you're just kind of feeling a little kind of woozy when you get off. But certainly, as you mentioned, SARS, uh, someone sneezes, you know, that that is recycled around. So there are a couple of things that we can do because I'm sure that you would um, definitely probably give this advice too, that when we are flying, our nose can become quite dry and um we want to stay hydrated, not only just, you know, our nostrils and our nose, but also, too, we want to keep our whole body hydrated so that we can better control what we breathe in. And that's quite helpful. You know, whether you, you, you can hot drinks are helpful, you can use a nasal mister. I mean, these are all things that can help, you know, mm-hmm. decrease those problems from occurring. And what about keeping hands clean? Because that's just kind of a given that, you know, we learn from, you know, as, as kids even, how important it is to keep our hands clean. Hand cleaning is very important. Again, the first thing, if you go to the restroom, wash your hands, um, you know, um, after you're done. Again, you can also buy um, antibiotic soaps, which people use in their hands. You can also use alcohol squabs and alcohol rubs, which are very helpful to keep, you know, the germs down. And, you know, really the hands are the most uh, consistent point of first contact with the cold flu and then with all of the germs and things that we come in contact with because we use our hands to touch everything. And those hard surfaces are where a lot of these things hang out and wait for us to come and touch them. Then we touch our face, we touch our eyes, we touch, you know, our mouths and things like that. And that's how things can, can really spread. So keeping your hands clean is really the top number one thing to do. And then secondly, I would think just becoming more aware of what you're doing with your hands so that you're not constantly putting them in your, you know, in your mouth maybe or in your nose or in your eyes or things like that where you can then spread those germs. Now, that's true. And if we follow these rules, they'll help a, a lot. I mean, you don't want to become, a, you know, totally paranoid about it because germs <laughs> don't are everywhere. And there's a lot of germs that are good germs. <laughs> you know, they help keep your immune system working, you know, working properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you bring up a good point. I mean, we certainly don't want to, you know, just put any fear in anyone that uh, now we have to run around and make sure I'm washing and cleaning my hands every two or three minutes. Not anything like that at all. But certainly when you're traveling, there are more people that are traveling. So that does make you more susceptible to, you know, to things. And not only airlines, but also, too, if you're traveling uh, on a cruise ship. Uh, we know, we've all heard about some of the illnesses that have taken place on, on, on the cruise ships. And it just seems like they just spread like wildfire, you know, through the, you know, the passenger group there. And it's because you have so many people that are in close contact. People have people in packed, people um, packed in um, small areas are having high densities of people. That's just one of the things you're going to get as a consequence of that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of my things, too, is that, you know, I hear people, some some people say, you know, that, oh, taking vitamin C really doesn't help. But I really do believe in taking your vitamins. And in particular, I really like to take a vitamin C pill or a couple of them when I first feel a cold coming on. So I would really recommend, you know, taking vitamin C. There's no harm in that, is there? Well, there's no harm in it. You know, um, vitamin C is one of those vitamins. If you take it in moderate amounts, it's not a problem. Large amounts of it can be a problem, but moderate amounts is not a problem. So what would be a large amount? Well, actually, I don't know the exact amount they recommend mm-hmm. um, for that. But um, most time, most places will give you a, there's, the tablets is usually an adequate dose that you need. Okay. But eating them like they're candy, I wouldn't <laughs> suggest that. I do like the chewable ones. I guess you've seen me uh, <laughs> popping a couple of those. <laughs> now, what do you think about wearing a mask, especially right now at this particular time? I mean, the biggest infectious disease you're worried about is airborne, which is actually tuberculosis. Mm. And you could wear a mask for that. But a lot of countries, people would wear a mask, particularly in Japan, they would wear the mask. If you had a, if the person had right. a cold, if I had a cold, I'd put a mask on so I wouldn't spread it to other people. But in our days, you see people having masks on because they don't want to get germs <laughs> they don't get around. Right. So it's kind of hard to say that. But a, a mask definitely helps. And there's got to be a mask that's, that has enough, has a small enough pore size to keep out, um, you know, something um, the size of certain um, bacteria like TB. Yeah, you know, that's a really, really good point. And I would think also, too, you know, traveling with a mask, you know, could also make people, you know, curious about what you may have as well if you're walking around with a mask. But uh, certainly you do want to take into consideration not only that you're keeping yourself healthy, but you also want to protect other people as well. Again, back to that public health. Now, Dr. Bell was really great with giving us some information about travel immunizations and how important that is. Uh, Not only immunizations, but also, too, if there are malaria pills or things like that that you need to take when you're traveling really important to to do what you're supposed to do when you're going to these places. It's very important to take your medication, particularly your malaria medication. Malaria is not a virus. It's actually a single cell organism, which we call a protozoa. But again, it can be very detrimental. The most common and some of the most detrimental diseases aren't some of the ones that we think of as being the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, TB is a very bad disease. It can be very dangerous. It can kill you, but it's way more common than Ebola. So again, you have to keep in mind which you're most likely to come in contact with, what's going to be the most um probable, not the most possible. And those can help you make very good judgments. Yeah, because I've been on flights or I've been around, you know, people on boats as well, you know, where someone is sneezing and really coughing, you know, a lot. And that is, I mean, that's where your mind goes is, you know, is, what does this person have? So you definitely want to make sure that you are pre- preparing yourself and keeping yourself healthy. So if uh, there are any immunizations that are required for where you're going, don't just uh, say, no, I'm not going to do that. Or as Dr. Bell mentioned as well, you know, that maybe you're thinking that, you know, I'm going to follow what I saw online that says that's not a good, you know, a good one for you to take. You definitely want to want to go on the side of keeping yourself healthy. That's true. We're talking travel health with travel bags with the need and friends. Clean water and and clean, healthy food are the two things to follow. If you do that, um, you can get rid of a lot of problems that way. Let's talk a little bit about water because when we travel, especially going again to international travel, when we travel internationally, I mean, we definitely have to be concerned about the water. Uh, you want to make sure that the water doesn't have germs in it, and you also want to make sure the water doesn't have toxins in it. Mm-hmm. Boiling water will do good to kill a lot of the germs, but it won't get rid of a toxin. Mm-hmm. You know, So, again, you have to make sure that the water that you have is safe, and water will become a very, very pressing issue as the world moves on. 
I agree with you on that. And we also need to make sure that if you are deciding then, I'm not going to drink the water from the faucet or, or, or those places. I'm going to drink bottled water. You need to also make sure that that cap is completely sealed in the places where you're purchasing the water from. And the date and of has, the water. And, right, the date of the water and that that seal has not been broken. Now, this has been a great show. I can't believe it's over already. I mean, we are coming down to the end of the show here. And I'd like to give um, a little bit more information to, to everyone. So we want you to go to your website because we have tons to our website because we have tons more information there on lists of medications that you can have with you, maybe like your own little traveling pharmacy that you can take with you. And a couple more tips also too, if you get sick while traveling. So there's lots more information on our website, which is travelbagswithanita.com. And also check out our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com and then travelbagswithanita. And Doc Bill, Thank you very much, because I know this show has been sponsored by Sapelo Island Birdhouses down there on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia, where it's a great place to go and have some sunshine. Sunshine's always good to keep you healthy. Yeah, and check us out at sapeloislandbirdhouses.com, phone number 912-223-6515. This has been Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, and thank you very much for listening uh, to the show today. If you have any questions or comments, please go to the website. You can put them there or Facebook as well. See you in a couple of weeks. You can reach me by railway You can reach me by trailway You can reach me on an airplane You can reach me with your mind You can reach me by caravan Cross the desert like an errand man I don't care how you get here, just get here if you can. You can reach me by sailboat, climb a tree and swing rope to rope. I don't care how you get here, just get here if you can.